Hey guys, welcome to the Drop Talks podcast. Uh, I'm your host Romain and well, today I'm joined with uh, Linda, Talasa, uh, Nick and Tim uh, and we are going to talk about um, why is it important to talk with your recruiters and what an external recruiter uh, can bring for you to the table. Uh, there is a lot to unpack uh, and you're going to see that being recruited by someone that truly understand his job and knows what he's doing is truly important and you're going to see that they can bring a lot a lot of value to the candidates and yeah that's what we're going to discuss about today uh, i hope you enjoy and uh, if you do don't forget to leave us a review talk about us <laughs> wherever you want and also don't forget if you have any comments that you want to share with us uh, feel free we're always open for that so Yeah, have fun. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, guys, uh, for joining. Uh, as we talked about, we're going to talk uh, about uh, you guys, recruiters, uh, how you guys help uh, candidates go through all the recruitment process, uh, what value you provide uh, as recruiters more than uh, in-house recruitment can be. Uh, and we talked about, I mean, we know you're all independent recruiters, like you help your candidates, but I think that One of the misconceptions always is that you are just sending people to send people because like you need the, the volume to to be something. Uh, and your objective is to send the volume. But I think it's like a, a massive misconception that you guys have because a lot of people think that uh, having to go through a third party recruiter uh, is always a bad thing. But I think it's because there is a lack of knowledge around it. So I wanted to... Have a little chat with you about how you guys uh, provide all this value to to the candidates. So I wanted to start by uh, asking, uh, doing a quick tour on how you guys um, think. What do you what do you guys think is the most uh, valuable thing that you can provide to your candidates? Because you're talking with a lot of candidates daily. Uh, you have a lot of people that you help to move abroad. But what do you guys think is like the most important? and the most valuable thing that you provide to candidates. Uh, I've got to name people, but I've got to start with Nick. Well, um, I mean, there's mainly, I would say, experience, you know, because um, we have experience with recruiting people and know what works, I would say. Um, helping you put together the CV, definitely, as we were speaking last time. Um, and, you, you know, having a, having a solid CV and having somebody to back you up um, um, and to not only when you're, when you're reaching out to a company yourself, um, the company tends to maybe message, message, or message not, you're not sure if you should send the message or not, but when you have us in between, it doesn't feel like direct and you're creating a, maybe a bad vibe, a bad rapport between you and the company. And between us, we can be kind of like devil's advocate, like, listen, Have you got back to the, the the candidate yet? You know the ones that we sent, and also they they have somebody who um, they can trust. Eh? I would say the company trusts you know as well because they know me, they know us. They receive so many emails, so many emails from so many people like this with us. Um, they know that they have a candidate that is worth looking at, basically. So you're not just there with the pile of emails that they receive from. All Yeah, that's very true. That's absolutely true. Uh, what about you, Tim? What do you what do you think about uh, the most valuable thing that you can provide to to candidates? Uh, guidance, I think. Um, guide them through the whole process. Uh, help them with writing their CV, getting ready for the interview, 
uh, and after they hired, what steps to take, what things to pack, um, provide that. And if they're not successful, we can then say, hey, we have got other jobs in that city or in that country that you might be interested in. Uh, so it doesn't just end uh, where they get the news. Not sorry, you haven't been hired. And then they have to then um, put in so much time again looking for a job. Yeah, By the way, that's, uh, that's Linda, uh, could you could you go on mute? Because I, I don't know if you guys are hearing about. Yeah, yeah, we can we can hear you typing, Linda. Am I muted now? No, you're speaking. <laughs> yeah. Okay, give me two seconds because then my headset is not connected correctly. Sorry for that. All right, no worries. Um, uh, in the meantime, uh, Talasa, what what is the the thing you you think is most valuable to, that you provide to candidates? Yeah, I think I have to agree with Nick and Tim. Uh, I think it's good for candidates to know, like we're on your side. It's also, I mean, simple. It's also in our best interest that you not only get the job, but then also actually enjoy it there, that you're uh, comfortable there, that you're happy there, not just with the job, but in the place that you live, because obviously happy employee does better work, right? So that makes the company happier. So uh, because of that, like we're really excited not only to help you get the job, prepare for it so that you have a better interview, but also afterwards, you know, we want to keep in touch with you. We want to make sure that you're happy. If you do have any doubts, whether it's with the job or your living circumstances, or maybe you're a bit shy making new friends, like all these things, even after you get the job is something we, we want to help you with. Um, and yeah, I think, I think a lot of people are maybe not aware of that. Um, I think it's very, it's very valuable. So it's important to know. Yeah, you're very true. I think that's that's one of the the misconceptions that I think people have, a lot of people have is that they think, as we talked about at the beginning, that you are you send people just to send people, but you actually have a way better gratification by having people that stay in this job actually, because otherwise, I mean, if you, if you were just sending candidates and every time they drop drop out after one month or two, like nobody would ever ask you to hire other candidates because they are not reliable. So. That's that's in your best interest as well that people actually stay in the job, and I think that's one of the, the main part that uh, people may be confused about. Um, uh, how about you, Linda? What do you think the the, the best value is uh, that you provide for candidates? Can you hear me now? Is it better? Perfectly. Okay, good. Um, so everything has basically been said, which is great. Um, <laughs> I think the fact that at least for, for the people working at Job Squad, everybody has tried to live abroad, uh, worked in international settings before. So, so not only the CV, not only the, um, the guidance in the job interview and everything, but also just um, human facts about how it is. What, what should you expect when you move abroad? So taking some of the personal, like all the official stuff aside, some of the personal things, I think that's what adds to it. That we know what we're talking about when we say yes, you will get homesick. You know, like yeah, that, that's true as well. Uh, we're, that's a good segue to to what I wanted to hear you you guys about is that um, you you obviously have um, we all have experience about uh, living abroad and everything. Uh, how do you guys um, help the candidates go through the step once they've got the this job offer? Once they go a lot of the into the process and they actually have now to move. 
how do you guys help them? Do you provide with like some Facebook groups? We talked about previously how to find some uh, local groups, or, I mean, groups of local people uh, there on site. But um, how do you how, how do you help? Uh, our concretely concretely no that's not absolutely not a word in a concrete manner i don't know <laughs> i'm mixing french and english and, <laughs> and everything um but how do you do you help them to to find do you help them with to find a location uh to do you help them to find uh, places to visit places to actually work or give tips uh what is the, your your best takeaway from that i believe uh, linda you have some facebook groups you have put together for the candidates mainly which, uh, which I think is definitely very helpful and big, uh, big step to kind for them to kind of get together. Maybe you can get some more details. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, we, we we've talked about it last time in the last podcast as well, and uh, Talasa, you talked about that as well. Uh, the fact that you can find Facebook groups uh, for locals. I mean, people in your own language or people that actually live in the city that you are going to, and that that is super helpful. Um, that is very true. Yeah, we have specific candidates, our candidates that are going there. For example, if you're going to Greece, we have our own Facebook group where you will meet somebody that I hired, for example, and you will be going to the same position. So you're going to the same experience with the person. So we introduce you to this group, basically. So this is uh, something we like to do as well to kind of help the candidates feel a bit more um not alone and also you know they're doing it with someone or again gonna have a friend even before you get there you know it kind of makes it a bit more you know enjoyable as an experience more than like a challenging scary kind of thing unknown you know <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true i think it's also um i mean between us job squad recruiters we've been to so many places and i think it's good for candidates to know that um you know we actually do work as a team i believe and so if i for example i uh, i would send someone to malta i mean i've been there but i'm not an expert about the island but i would probably shoot linda a message like hey you know i've got someone going there and i don't know uh, she's really into whatever diving do you maybe you know have some places that you should check out but then on the other hand if I don't know, let's say Nick has someone going to Barcelona where I live, you know, I'd be more than happy to chat to, to his candidates and, and send some, you know, like some tips about the city. So, you know, between all of us, we have so much experience and knowledge across Europe um, that, yeah, that, 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 you know, we, we're happy to share with everyone. We, we don't only care about our own candidates. I think we care about all of them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you mentioned it. That's true. That between like everyone, we're communicating uh, every day. So we, if we have any question about a specific place, we can always have backup information about it. Um, and uh, how do you, how do you, how do you guys think? Uh, how much importance do you give to the fact that you guys are you close to the candidate because like you you have them from A to Z. I mean, you take them from when they are searching a job to when they are actually arrived there and even afterwards you're following with them and how you, how do you guys think that uh, plays a role uh, com comparing to like someone that would just send them to directly to a company without following because i mean i, I talked about it uh, you taking them before they actually even 
when they are searching the job to afterwards when they are in the company? How, how do you think that plays an important role uh, for, for the candidates? Oh, you're super far away, Linda. <laughs> no, we can't really hear you. It's like you're, you're in, a, in a chamber, like, <laughs> I don't know how many meters away. Yeah. <laughs> so we lost Linda in space. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to give Linda a quick minutes to, to fix this. Um, all right, uh, go ahead, Nick. Um, so I would say one of the things is, um, let's say you started the role with the, with, the, with, with the company and you also can get some feedback from, you know, how's it going with the company and everything. And let's say it didn't go well, you know, or something, or they're not, not doing well with the companies and they want to leave. You can always look up what we have available and you can again reapply for something that we have and the, the positions that we have available and you can always um, do it again with us, basically. So we're always there um, to provide the best jobs available in Europe. So you have somebody who's working for you to find the best position for you to go to, which is always a very solid you know, thing to have by your side, you know, rather than you searching, you know, haphazardly. Somebody who knows you, knows what, what you're good at and sees the positions that there are in Europe and is able to place you and says, I think you will fit here and this will be good for you. And obviously you have your, you, you get to see it and get to choose for yourself, okay? So, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that means a lot, like, as you say, and Tim, also you touched about the subject, the fact that, um, well, it's kind of a, a not a d database, but you've got like when once someone applies for a job, and even if they don't get it, like you're still in the system, like you still, uh, you, you candidates always have the contact info. So when you see an opportunity that really fits uh, for them, uh, you can actually resend and them the job offers and actually help them in that way. Uh, did you do you team like do you had like any previous experience with candidates like that to help them getting actually another shot at another job? Uh, yeah, of course, I have candidates like that, yeah. Um, what, what, what's the question exactly? <laughs> no, it's like if you had like previous experience, you said like you had experience with candidates that you actually sent another job offer because they may have not, probably not had the first one, but uh, actually could have like a second opportunity elsewhere. So how do you think that could like, yeah, help the candidates because... I mean, oh, it helps them. It helps them immensely. It it saves them time to to look further. Uh, and it's not it's not always the case that they uh, weren't successful. Sometimes um, they'd already applied for that job a month ago directly, and they're already in the system, but never got a call um, for an interview. Uh, yeah, we then uh, you know. Yeah, as you said, like we talked about also in previous podcasts that. It, it, you might not be it's not because like you don't have the qualification but not, sometimes it's not, just not the good fit with the company to you be in that position but you can actually fit another one uh, and that's that's why i mean you guys also play a major role in that because you have the opportunity to uh, you see all the job offers so you see what fits best to the candidates and that's true that having this whole scale of different jobs uh, is better than just being in-house recruitment where you only have jobs in your company here you can have like different spectrum and help uh, a little bit more uh, broader candidates um did you we're going to take a, a case like tell us it's been a, like a, f a few weeks of you uh, working uh, in recruitment and do you 
did you see like uh, um, like a lot of people interesting in the fact that you provide uh, different jobs or did a different job offer broader job offers maybe than uh, just applying to a single company? You're asking me if I found that people are interested in that. Yeah, uh, if they are like if you think that they have a more interest in you having broader offers than maybe a, a single company. I think so, because uh, I think especially with the jobs that we're offering to a lot of people, it's not necessarily one specific job that they really want. It's more they want the working abroad experience. And of course, if you, you know, if you apply for one specific job at a certain company, you have one shot. But when there is like dozens of jobs available across Europe, um, Those are all opportunities for you. So uh, yeah, then and also people who just weren't even exactly sure what they wanted. They're like, yeah, I do want to go abroad. But my skills, my experience. I'm not sure what's available. Can you help me? Um, so yeah, definitely, I've seen a lot of people being interested in that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what, what about you, Nick? If you've got like any same uh, experience in that? In sorry. I I think uh, did you have like did you saw the same kind of uh, interest uh, in you having like to because I have uh, different jobs yes they come back to me I have this guy for example I've been talking to him for about four months and you know he's even sending me pictures having a drink because I've been sending him jobs every month you know when I have something come up you know and uh, recently I managed to send him to a position in Spain and he's so happy about it and everything but. In the meantime, jobs were popping up, you know, and I, I told him, listen, I'll keep you updated. And as soon as something comes up with his kind of role and his, the language he could be able, be able to speak and the languages that these companies are looking for, I um, I send it over to him and he loves it. He introduced me to his brother. He's like, you'll never find a better recruiter than this guy. He's really sweet guy, <laughs> you know, which is great. But uh, it tends to be basically, you know, becomes a friendly thing, especially when it's ongoing. You know, if this guy, if this person looks like a good candidate, but he's not, these positions, he's not right. You tend to be a bit more friends with them, and they, they happen to uh, become your friend. I mean, this guy is offering me as soon as he gets the job in Spain to go hang out with him in Spain. So, like, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, having having different positions and different places popping up helps um, uh, the, the candidate. You know, if he has some time to wait. You know um, uh, the possibility for later on getting the role exactly that he wants, and unless he's looking for a job here and now, with, what we have is what you will be able to work with, basically. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, but what you talked about, like the, the following uh, follow up of candidates and everything. Um, during also, you talked about being more a bit more friendly with the candidates because you've got a closer relationship with them because you follow them for a longer period of time. Um, do you guys during this whole process? Do you guys like help them with different tools? Uh, we talked about like Canva, for example, for creating CVs and everything. Do you guys have have any tools that you send to candidates either for I don't know the language skills or to craft uh, CVs or even even maybe to do kind of mock-up interviews? Uh, do you have like uh, some kind of uh, tools or even exercises that you do with uh, your candidates that can? Uh, help them just to go through the process is uh, a bit easier. Uh, I use um, I tend to send them the English test as to to check their English test. There's an EF uh, English test which is free yeah. online. 
So there they can uh, see their English and also I can show to the company I'm sending that they have a good proficiency of English, basically. Um, I use a tool sometimes, I forgot what's it called. Basically, it is to, it gives you a, um, an overview of the living cost of the country. So if you're going to, uh, to Portugal and you are from from Germany, you know, everything is more expensive there and, and you're trying to tell him, he's like, oh, the salary is not great over here. He's like, okay, but compared to, to Germany, it's very different. You also have to pay a crazy amount of taxes. You have to pay God knows how much for the for the uh, apartments that you're living in, you know, how much to get, get a drink there or have some food, you know, so it's very different. So what we I send them this uh, website where they can check and they give them the basic cost of living, how it is in Portugal or in Greece uh, to, to make them understand like this is the living cost there. So in reality, you're going to be doing better off here than in Germany because you're not going to be spending all that money on food and, and rent and taxes, you know. So it, you have to give, to help them get a perspective of the country, the country basically. You know? so that's, that's a quite yeah. a good question. I'm not sure what's it called, but I'll send it to you. Maybe you can... Yeah, magic, uh, second magic of post-production is going to appear on the screen. Bang! Sorry for the guys listening on the podcast. You gonna, you need to check out on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're going to share that. Um, tell us, do you have like any other uh, kind of tools that you use or you send to, to candidates to help them uh, go through all the process? Um, I think most have been mentioned. Indeed, Canva is just great for, for CVs. I think I've sent that to almost every candidate that I've talked to. Um, and then indeed the language test, um, I've used the, the, the living cost uh, website as well. One I've been using, I think is something like Numbeo. Numbeo, I don't know if that's the same as you're talking about, Nick, but anyway, those, those sites are really good. Um, yeah, and then uh, not so much tools, but just as resources, different YouTube videos that are interesting to see or, um, you know, depending on, on which country someone is going to, if they're not so familiar with the country just yet, I'll send them some articles. And of course, all the all the articles we have on our own website or, or our own videos. But yeah, if we, if we don't have a specific topic in a specific country covered yet, I'll send them some other resources. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so much information out there. But, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very true. Uh, Tim, do you have any more tools that you, you, you use compared to, uh, to your colleagues? <laughs> no, not really. I, I, never, I never even mentioned Canva to my candidates. Mm. Uh, they're quite lucky with me that I'll just <laughs> copy and paste everything in a, in a nicer, <laughs> so it's for a nicer format. Yeah, I do it for them. It's yeah. definitely a great aspect. <laughs> Good value. Sure. Yeah, so if anyone listening wants that as well, send me an email, tc at jobsquad. <laughs> nice. Um, do you guys, uh, we touched a bit uh, on the subject, but do you guys, like, uh, we know that once the, the CV uh, is validated and you, we go through the, like, the real interview uh, process, do you guys uh, help them during, like, some mock-up interviews? Do you guys prepare them having, like, some different... Uh, tips about it, uh, how do you guys uh, handle and help the candidates go through that step? For me, with the all candidates, I, uh, I first uh, just have a chat with them about the job. And then when they're really interested and want to go for it, I will send them uh, a list of about 20 questions 
that they might get asked. And it's just what I found online, the 20 most asked questions from job interviews. And I send them that in English because the job interview will be in English. Uh, I have them then reply to me by email, all in English. And after that, I do a call with them so they can practice saying it all. And I see plenty of times, the, the, the first time they do it, they mess up. The second time goes better. And then third time, they're like, yeah, I'm ready for it. So uh, mm -hmm. I uh, put quite a lot of work in, in, into it. Yeah, I tend to, uh, I, tend to uh, I mean, I've had experience with some of our companies, basically. So I tend to stay in touch with the, with the candidates after and ask them, like, how did it go the interview? What did they ask you? And uh, like, you know, and I learned that, for example, Forex companies, when they are doing um, um, interviews, um, they have the training, for example, especially Monlink, you might know. And the training they do training in the weekends. What they do is they uh, um, they give mock up calls. So they have to stay calling and see how uh, and see how they do. And they tell you, listen, you have a list of people here already existing clients, and they want to see if you can be able to sell it to them. You know, but what they're looking for is not you, the candidate, being able to uh, um, uh, manage to do a sale, but more the persistence. So that's you persisting, you know, you keep on doing to the other call, you keep on doing it and you don't give up. So, that, so I always tell them that part of it, that keep, when you're doing this training, you'll make sure that you're persistent. Don't, it's not about getting the, 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 uh, the call or the sale, it's about persistence in the training. So this is something I, for example, said. So I try to get information uh, about the, the company and what they're actually looking for in the interview. And this kind of helps a bit the uh, the, the person when they're when they're up for the um, the interview, you know. Yeah, that's one of the the strengths that you you guys have is like you have a lot of feedback from candidates about how the interviews went and what they actually asked during the interviews and what actually the older process was. So you've got all this feedback that is like the real questions that they're going to be asked. So you can train uh, your candidates to really, I mean, to fit and to answer those questions or to prepare to, to those mock-up and exercise and everything. That's really important strengths that you, you guys have. Uh, Talasa, do, uh, do you do any uh, mock-up interviews or any training with your candidates beforehand? Yeah, I mean, uh, whatever Nick and Tim were saying makes a lot of sense, of course. Uh, I think in addition, uh, especially with some younger, less experienced candidates, um, I think it's good to, so that, that they can just practice their English a bit because I think many of them, their English is, is good enough for the jobs they're applying for. It's just speaking English combined with it being an interview and they're not being that experienced, you know, they get nervous and insecure about their English. Um, so I think it's good to, to practice that with them as well so that they just feel a bit more comfortable. Um, just about, you know, simple words that they no, but maybe can't think of in the heat of the moment. So it's good to to prepare them in that way as well. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I think. Well, yeah, you you summed up really well about you you helping pre uh, the preparation of the candidates and helping them go go through all the way. Uh, do you guys uh, do you guys have, have uh, any other sort of tips that you you give to candidates that is uh, that maybe. I don't know, someone that is uh, recruiting in-house, in -house, like uh, HR and everything, can't really compete with you on, on that subject? Or? Mm, I would say, 
And there's quite a few, you know, different points. But I think the strongest one is that you, uh, as I said before, um, you kind of skip the queue with us, you know. So if you have a, um, a, a company that, especially a big company, it receives so many emails, you know, from so many people from all around the world, you know, and uh, they, can, they don't have time to bother to look all throughout their all these emails to find something good in between the lines, you know. So uh, with us, we filter that for them. So we, we do receive the same amount of emails that they do. But the difference that we do is we filter all this because this is our job, basically. And like the, the, the company is their job is what they do in the company, you know. So we basically filter through all this and find the right candidates, which uh, ideally would be you, for example. And uh, we kind of send it to this company and, and in a nice little envelope, you know, look what we have here. This, and then make you seem like the, the best option throughout all that list of emails that they would get so like this you kind of really shine out thanks to us basically so i think that's the, definitely the strongest point and the gain that you would get by working with us instead of sending directly to a company for example yeah i, I think well yeah we, we talked about it but i think that's that's one of the the common point and maybe common mistake that people have but it, it's true that it, like it's a kind of a positive like the opposite of a vicious cycle it's a positive cycle because you guys when you're sending good candidates it helps the company so the company trusted you even more so when you are sending candidates they are more inclined to accept them because they think that they are better candidates and of course all of that is just i mean it's always better to have to be with your own board because of course i mean you've got the it's important to tell the people as well that it is free for them as well because people Absolutely. don't realize that maybe we're trying to get money out of them somehow this is not about that the company pays us just so you know you know they are the ones not filtering all that stuff we're doing it for them and we basically are just free help for you so it's, uh, it's definitely a plus for them to come to meet us yeah, that's very true. That's that's a lot of help, and yeah, of course, we, you're providing with a lot of value compared to someone that would be in HR and that just needs to fill the position. Yeah, like you, you're here more to to help the, the candidate go th go through. Um, any other tips or things that you you guys uh, thought along the way uh, about how you can provide more value to candidates? I think I think in addition to everything that's being said, it's just that when you apply directly with a company, of course, you can basically only show the very best version of yourself. Um, I think when you apply to us, of course, we want to see the best version of you. But in addition, like when you have some questions, when you aren't sure about certain things, like you can be a bit more open and honest with us. And and if anything, I think that's a good thing because maybe because of that we actually discovered that maybe there's another job that would be a better fit for you or, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I think that's a lot more difficult when you apply directly with a company. Yeah, you can, build, as you said, like you, you build a, a more friendly relationship so you can, you can open more on how, what is, what are you really your strengths, uh, like weaknesses and the thing that you're really interested in. And so that helps uh, you guys like find the, the really the, the, the job that fits uh best with the with the candidates uh, that's true anything else i i have one uh, one thing i want to mention and it's a kind of tip for the for the people that are listening and and then and thinking like oh i don't know if i could do a job interview in english it's not my first language and because i see some of my candidates get really nervous but what i tell them is the person you're having the interview with 
in that foreign country, English is also not their first language. So they'll have an accent. They'll they'll not be a hundred percent proficient. Uh, so don't worry too much about that. Yeah, that's true. And also, as you mentioned, like depending on the recruiters you're facing, but a lot of uh, recruiters are recruiting people to speak English. I mean, to have a job that that speaks English, but also they're recruiting people sometimes in their own language. Like I'm French, I could recruit people in France, uh, in France, and pe people speaking French. So I can also provide in the native language tips that are like that touch them more than uh, tips that could be said in English. So yeah, that's uh, that's a good point as well. Like you you can help them and you you need to remind yourself that you are when you are working abroad everyone is also so it it it's an environment where everyone speaks english but not as a native language as most of the time so that's very true um well um in, in case you have anything else otherwise i think like we covered quite a lot and that was like super interesting for me or part so do you guys have anything else to add I'm gonna link. Don't don't worry, Tim. I'm gonna link everyone's email below, so everyone's gonna have their email with the job. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna gonna link uh, you guys' uh, emails below, and uh, yeah, in hope like uh, if everyone or anyone wants to to find a job abroad, they can they can contact you directly. All right. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for, for talking and thanks for providing all this value. That was super interesting. And uh, hopefully uh, uh, you guys have a nice evening. You too. You too. Just we'll find a place for you.